Jake? Joe, are you ready to do this? Sure. All right, hang on. I need headphones. Is this the triumphant return? A couple of weeks. I think we missed two weeks, right? I guess we're not friends anymore, Pat. Okay, let me uh, <laughs> let me know what possibly I could have done to offend anyone. At this point you. in your relationship. <laughs> and at this point. Oh, you're, not a, a, you're not a fan of meteorology, are you? That, uh, no, that, that no. That got me in a little Boy, you stirred them up. Go, I could go banshees of Anishirin on you and tell you that I don't even think you should be sitting there. I think uh, you should be sitting somewhere else. <laughs> Yes, yeah. You don't said, be, "Don't be too mean to me. I might have to cut my fingers off." You <laughs> said, and I'll paraphrase, but I don't care if I get it wrong because we're not friends. Uh, you said something to the effect that anyone opposed to the pitch clock is no friend of is mine. No okay, friend of mine. I'm opposed this, to the pitch clock. Yeah, I have yeah. the same beef, and I'll be glad to tell you why. Uh, sure. I, I know you feel that baseball goes too fast already, so uh, you're a little upset. That's no, not that's it. not why he's mad. No, I know why that's he's not, mad. I, I bet okay. you do. I do know why you're mad. If the game is steeped in anything, mm-hmm. it's it's historic. It's 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 statistical history. Okay. No other game mm-hmm. has a statistical history. That can rival baseball. That's, That's the true. whole that foundation is, of the game. Tradition is one of the number one appeals to baseball. Yes. And I submit to you that a pitch clock introduces an asterisk from this day forward because it changes the whole nature of pitching. It changes the rhythm. It changes everything a pitcher might have been doing. All it's it worked well for a hundred and fifty years, well, and now you got to put a clock on it. It worked well. For Bleep you! You're no friend of mine. <laughs> it worked well for a hundred and thirty, and it's been god awful for the last twenty. Is the problem? Then it could have been handled yeah. with better management at the top of the game. Yes, but here, this is. I know traditionalists who are complaining about this. Somebody made a very good point. This is an attempt to get back to tradition when guys got up, got in a batter's box, and swung. Then and tell them to was, do that, or they get fined. Uh, well, you can't fine a guy because he the doesn't hell you swing, can't because he he doesn't feel like he has to swing at a two-two pitch. No, you can't. I, uh, you can't. I'm, uh, uh, what do you think? I, I'm with I'm with Patrick on this because me too. If sure you, you go back and you watch. For instance, go watch that 1967 yes. game of the World Series that was 10 to 9. It was two hours and 38 minutes because Big deal. people got in the box, swung the ball. Then why doesn't the commissioner say, this is what you're going to do from now on? You're getting in the box well, and you're swinging. You're making the That's what he's That's saying. What they That's what are saying. Doing. No, he needed a they're clock gonna, to do it. Well, they're gonna, yes, he needed. He needed uh, Therefore, if you don't swing in 20 seconds. He needed punishment for not doing that. No. There was a guy pitching for Tampa yesterday. Forget when did the Twins Saturday maybe? Yeah, Saturday. they played Tampa on Saturday. Saturday, this guy last year was third in the majors and took twenty four and a half seconds per pitch. Mm-hmm. And so with one guy throwing eighty pitches, you're saving at least ten seconds per pitch. You're caving to a game that's trying <laughs> nope. to appeal to the people nope. who aren't interested in Brock it. Brock Meyer. 
Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think what the last... Give me Brock, a sound here. The last oh. year of Brockmire got a little over the top, I'll admit that, as far as changes. But I say this is a very gentle change. This is no. the first of many. My God, the anxiety it caused. You've opened the floodgates. Just, I, just watching a clip caused severe anxiety. Because <laughs> it's too fast? It's way too fast. <laughs> Bigger yeah. bases, ghost runners, pitch clocks. That's See a different. Later. That's a different discussion. That's, that's but, a different but, argument. But yeah. let, me, let me ask both of you and Kenny this, as I know the answer from Pat and John. How much baseball did you guys watch over the weekend? I watched a lot. No, I know you guys I did. Zero. I know you and John did. Zero. I watched, yeah, a, whole, zero. watched okay. a whole bunch of hockey. Okay, that's my point. It is not only is it noticeable, it's much more pleasing to watch the game at this pace. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. And and I, Joe, I thought I was going to hate it. I really did. I was fully prepared to go know, in and say I hate this. One question, but it's what? great. Is the viewing audience at home going to have to look at the clock? Because that's what caused me anxiety. It, 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 you will for a while, but probably not forever. You know? yeah. And, and, there and were, over the weekend, there were games with no, you couldn't see the clock that I and, watched. Yes, I, I saw that too. And one uh, here's the other deal is when you see a guy like Louis Varlin, the kid that came up from North St. Paul last year, mm-hmm. and his last two years, he's been working with a pitch clock. Mm-hmm. This kid doesn't, you know... That the ball is thrown back in ten or eleven seconds. Mm-hmm. He does, he's not worried about whether the fifteen or not. They they train these minor leaguers. That this is the way you pitch. You get the ball back and let's go. Mm-hmm. You got some guys who've been in the big leagues who are going right down to the little. But I don't think I don't think many uh, balls got called right in in all of baseball over the. And weekend. if you miss the clock, you get a strike called on. Depends you? on who it's called on. If it's yeah. if it's called what? on the batter, like it was for Manny Machado. Oh. yes, they're calling a strike on the and batter. Well, then, the batter. Can't you see hijinks developing here? Totally. Yes. The you batter, can see uh, the batter has to be facing. Now that's kind of stupid. The batter has to be facing the pitcher within eight seconds. With right. eight seconds left on the clock, so you left. got yep. uh, you got a great batter at the plate, and you know he's going to be late. Throw him one in the dirt; it's a strike. <laughs> well, no, they've already have called it a strike. It's, a yeah, they call control. it before the pitch. Uh, yeah, because if you, uh, <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. The one game ending on one of those. Did you see that? Yes, yeah. yes. it was Boston yes. and Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. It's also, an ex- it's also an exhibition game, so yes. who cares? But that what is going to be interesting is now somebody said that the one that they ended, the ca- the pitch- the umpire was so excited to end the game that way that the catcher was still standing up so that they shouldn't have – it shouldn't have. They, you know, the the catcher should have been penalized too. It no, the other been. way around. The catcher can stand as long as he's in his spot. You can. The catcher can either stand or be down in his crouch, and that man. counts on the that counts on the timer. Okay, you got all, Joe, you taking notes? So this is so, marketing. This is lame. <laughs> oh yes, it is. stupid. Yeah, but the sport definitely needs marketing because right, you become idiots. They're no, all idiots. The damn game takes three hours and because you're idiots. Minutes. So yeah, what? But, but yeah, but you can't. <laughs> it's baseball. You know, what are you going to do? You're going to take baseball players, uh, you know, and and say get smart all of a sudden. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Yogi. Look smart. at Yogi. Did you ever hear Yogi speak? Yeah. yeah. You ever hear Yogi? Yeah. Didn't know what planet. Nobody he was goes on. there He's anymore. The it's too crowded. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. But if you see Yogi. 
in the 1960 World Series yep. when he's ahead three and one in the count, yep. and the guy throws him a ball over his head, he swings at it. Yep. Right. That, that was the difference. That was the difference. Behind the rubber. You're here for one reason. Someone did. I don't know if it was Super 70s, but someone said they had the picture of Earl with the hat off, and it was in regards to the end of that Boston oh, yeah, game that was called. Out there screaming. He said, you know it's it me. Earl means business when the hat comes oh, out. Yeah. Earl would come out with a baseball bat and smash the shot clock. Yeah. Yes, that's true. He yeah, would. He might have. Might have. Well, I, I tell it again, the night of the Butch Weiniger drowning well, the in the ear moth. thing, yeah. My favorite night ever at a ballpark, uh, Memorial Stadium. We had to drown the moth in Butch's ear, and Earl got Earl got in a big argument, and he got thrown out. And then he laid down between yep. the home plate and the pitcher's mound, and had to be carried off by. God, I love that. Oh, Next time I get fired, that's what I'm going to do. You know, he, well, Earl, the thing about Earl didn't he cross his arms on yes, his chest yeah, like this? Earl was five foot six. You know, Earl yeah. was five six. He's you easy to carry. Yeah. Oh God, I loved him. He's my favorite guy. Yep. Oh God, I loved him. I would have given. I wish I'd known him better when. Uh, would have gotten invited to one of his meals at uh, Charlie's. The, Balt- the Baltimore writers were just terrified of the one night a year that Earl would take them to dinner, and it was usually at Charlie's in Minneapolis. And that's the <laughs> night he said to those 78-year-old waiters, Hey, honey, before you die, bring me, bring me three Manhattans or something. And he was only half tuned up at the time. Oh, God. Hey, can we honey. Move, can we move along uh, so John and I can get out of here? Um, yeah. I, I just want to say, Roycey, you have the courage to go where I am completely, I'm a sissy. I I so wanted to do what you did last week, and I couldn't do it, and I had a hard time living with myself. What did he do? And you did it for me. Thank you, sir. You are the master. What did you do? I, uh, I Got basically downplayed the meteorologists. Uh, oh, yeah. The fact that they were trying to strike this. They basically promised us Armageddon. You yeah. riled some feathers. And gave us yeah. in- inconvenience. Now, yeah. I guess down south it was a little worse. Right. But where was the wind that was going to knock my power out? Yeah. yeah. That was going to be said the wind. If I was extremely fearful that at least one tree would go through my house. <laughs> right. And not to mention knock out every other right. power line. Yeah, for weeks. And it was a yeah. little snow. Yeah, yeah. You know what else? It cost me money. Yeah. I hired the... The two kids, the girls up in the cul-de-sac to shovel my walk whenever yeah. it needed it during yep. this 40-inch blizzard. Right. <laughs> and I promised them $20 a pop. Cost me 80 bucks. Yeah. A couple of times I could have shoveled it myself. Yeah, right. Well, what nobody wants a, to, We don't want to see that. What would a tree through the front window have done for the game of flaws? <laughs> I don't know. That would have been your fault. <laughs> no, the governor I mean, declared an emergency. The mayor of Minneapolis told people to stay home. Oh, yes. Three day, there were the greatest quote I heard. I can't remember was, "Your lives are going to be affected in a in a very different way the yep. next yeah. three I days." I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. It was next it's three a days. Life changing story. <laughs> life changing. Yeah. 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 yeah, and it was. Now they're all saying, "Well, by Tuesday we were listening." That's all right. You terrified us all on Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were they were canceling school. Yep. Who did I talk to? I talked to. Uh, Somebody today that 
They canceled, Minneapolis canceled school. Yep. They had Monday and Tuesday off for teachers. Well, stuff. Mondays was President's Day. Yeah, President's Day. And then yep. they had Tuesday off for the old, ah, uh, we're going to have uh, meetings. Uh, yeah. And then he just took the whole week off. Yep. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, and Friday because this storm was going to be, we couldn't have. Somebody we, called we, it a spring break warm up. <laughs> you know, this is the practice, spring break. Going back years with my favorite remains, outward bound classes canceled. <laughs> okay, uh, outward bound, uh, the whole point is to survive this kind of stuff. Well, how about a couple of weeks ago when it got to 20 below, and they I, I don't know what town, it might have been Golden Valley, they closed the warming house at the rink <laughs> because it was too cold. Yeah, well, too wait cold a minute. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I didn't see that one, but uh, it was... Uh, you know, it was an overrated storm. What's yeah. wrong with saying that? No, it was terribly they, they, overrated. The people went all crazy. I don't know Seth Kaplan, but uh, he basically uh, wanted me dragged through the streets of yeah, these, uh, Minneapolis. These for... guys not familiar with Royce's M.O. <laughs> <laughs> Agitate. Uh, yeah. I wasn't. I mean, I was... I was serious. Oh, you were sticking the needle. Oh, yes, after a while. <laughs> when they started responding to me. But my original tweet, I stand by it. And by the way, thanks to these guys, I don't know what a impression is on Twitter, but my first tweet about it had 362,000 impressions. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, and that's if success. they would have just left me alone, it would have had 4,000. Yeah, like yeah. When they started I, screaming at me. Uh, you and Kenny are the only two people I know that get mad when people pay attention to what you tweet yeah. about. I, I tweet, what I do is I just erase the tweet so I don't have to deal with all these idiots retweeting. Yeah. Oh, they're just setting you up for an opportunity to needle them about a few other right. things. I have a meme in my saved memes specifically for Pat's Twitter account. It's just a little fisherman throwing a line. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't. It wasn't a big fisher. I wasn't being a big i wasn't fishing for it at first but of course all the responses that oh, yeah. prompted yeah. you to do yeah. so yeah. and that's when i get really happy because it's like oh into the trap now that we got them we might as well keep them hooked for goodness yep. but yep. what what was instructive is how much of the public wants to believe the meteorologists right. and, yeah. and uh then shouldn't we all be safe well, not unless it's going to snow and blow. Then I don't want to be I, safe. I wanted the storm to hit because I love big storms. Sure. So I was just disappointed that we didn't get the big one. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to find the damn thing. Oh, my <laughs> God. That Twitter. one? That was just, I don't know. Six days ago, you're going to try to look that one up? <laughs> no, Joe goes out to California and from California tweets about the storm and yeah. how it wasn't what he expected. Meanwhile, yeah. his flight got delayed. <laughs> Did you have to spend a day, an extra day out in San Diego? Listen to this one. If you weren't such a grumpy, bitter old guy, you might have made the cut. Royce says, listen, jerk. I'll have you know I've been named Minnesota's co-sports writer twice in a mere 54 years at the Twin Cities. If they don't get the joke in that, come oh, on. God. Listen, Actually, jerk. I got a response from this guy. He thought it was great. So anyway, that, that's good. I got, hey, I'm glad you guys are here. I got something else to really complain about. Here we go. Have you gone to a restaurant lately? Oh, I know where you're going. And I got a way in. Order the Cedar Salad. Yes, Caesar, that's all Caesar, I get. Caesar Salad. Yeah, I'm a fan. Yeah, sure. These new, fresh, 
non-stinky anchovies. Are they white? Are they the they're white ones? white ones. They're hair terrible. Yeah, they taste like a, a herring. They're nothing. Yeah. They're nothing. You order an anchovy to test your manhood, for God's sake. It's, they stink, but they're delicious. They take over the entire plate, the whole thing. And I asked for extra anchovies. Everybody has these new white ones. Yep, I don't so like what it. The hell, where, what the hell? Who came up with this idea? I don't like it. It really irritated me yesterday. I don't think I've ever had an anchovy. I, I enjoy sardines and oysters. Sure. But- uh, not, I never had How an about smoked, smoked oysters in the can? Oh, what the bleep happened to 30 mile an hour winds that could topple power lines and leave us with zero heat in the dark like a metro area full of Aaron Rodgers? The meteorologists were out of this game faster than the Gophers versus Maryland. Yeah, How many people did you cover there, NFL? You that is a wide ranging cheap shot, yes, what that is. Yes, that was. You a, promised. Just several hours of Johan Duran throwing rockets and gave us Trevor Hildenberger side-arming change-ups. I believe it's incumbent on A.G. Ellison to launch investigation into whether you were paid off by T.C. grocery chains and mega hardware stores. They, you know, I can't believe that people were, people took that one seriously. Memo oh. to TC meteorologists. Make whatever excuse you want. This was a humiliating loss. You promised to get Armageddon and delivered inconvenience. You got knocked out early with that pissant first wave, but pompously declared we were going to be blown away by massive storm to follow. That was the first one. Oh. That wasn't. Uh, yeah. Uh, the first one they had meteorologists or they had uh, reporters out driving around in cars showing us how bad the traffic was. Yeah. The traffic was awesome. <laughs> was the traffic yeah. moving along. Yeah, it was moving just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Oh. Some guy says, "I'm at Lake Nokomis. I'm shoveling my. I've been shoveling out yeah. here in the driveway for two hours. Blah blah blah." And I said, "Don't be so cheap. Hire the neighborhood <laughs> kids that have been home." For two days. I heard some of the neighborhood kids have been home for two days. And then some sap writes, but Minnesota still got a pretty good amount. So even though the number wasn't exactly perfect, what the hell is wrong all, with these people? The they, Hauser was my number one of my number one critics. I, I was really surprised about that. Yeah, I was too. But what the hell? It's I have so- no problem with any meteorologist, whether they're affiliated with Hubbard Broadcasting or not. No. <laughs> for the wow. record, for the that record, Chris. Wow. Well, I know what you mean. <laughs> oh, oh. No, oh listen to this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think obviously uh, oh. the, when it's great for local TV when something like this occurs. Well, I but, was uh, monitoring. It would have been Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday. I can't remember. But they went wall to wall the oh, entire yeah. morning show. That's all they did was covered the weather. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any other story. Yep. Which I thought was a bit much. Well, to see that we had Denny. Denny could have showed us how that Calcutta <laughs> Clipper yeah, was going to hit true. the Abilene herd, the Abilene storm, and it was going to you know, it was all going to get together. And you know, like who, who did the Timberwolves pick up the Calcutta Clipper? Yep. Swings down, swings up, yep. lakefront <laughs> influence, and out. Yep. <laughs> who did the Timberwolves play before last night's game? Uh, they played the uh, terrible Carolina, Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah, and they Carolina. lost. And they lost. And then okay. Last night they played 
Golden State, which didn't play its three best players, basically. And lost. And lost. Okay. They're done. But here's what I, I don't pay. I can't take the league seriously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's uh, after they lost to Charlotte. Yes. The coach said, and I thought he was pretty brave saying this because he was writing his own firing papers. Mm-hmm. He said, well, we had no urgency. Mm-hmm. Well, why didn't you? Right. <laughs> yes, that's, that's on you, Coach. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's there. It's uh, don't. I don't think they try hard. They uh, they got some issues, but the cat, he's only missed. What are we? How many they played now? How many they played? What, 16. A, what a bad guy he's turned uh, out he to be. He played twenty-one games. He he left after game twenty-one. So he's missed. Uh, he's on the road with them. He missed 43, 44 games with a strained calf. Which was a grade three, not a grade two, but uh, grade three. Uh, a grade three, yes, yeah. not a, not a grade two, not a grade two. But uh, they What's basically why, why the coach has basically made it clear he can play anytime he wants to. Now uh, there's nobody telling him to hold himself back. But uh, well, what a bad guy! He's taking the money. This is yeah, pathetic. Yeah, he's uh, obviously he wants out of here. Get rid of him. Well, they can't trade him till July because of his contract situation. And Joe, he's got a contract that pays him uh, for the life of a $230 million. Mm-hmm. So there's not going to be a big... You know, remember when Richard Pryor talked about dying? Yes. <laughs> and he talked about dying just normally, you know? Yeah. And then he talked about dying like his dad did. Having sexual relations with an 18-year-old. Right. And he said, when I die, I want to be in that long line, you know. Yeah. The wolves are not going to have a long line waiting. That's a big, long reach right. to get there. <laughs> well, I don't but, care. But, wow. But, but Cat's going to be the... the the attempt to acquire cats so going to be the short line. It's not going to be not going to be in the long line. They're going to be yes. in the short line. Well, I think that might have been Pryor's best joke ever. But well, what, uh, a, what a display of poor character! I just don't get it. No, I. Uh, and uh, one other problem is Anthony keeps trying, but he hasn't been making his shots lately. He so was not very good last night. That's uh, not his uh, problem. But the good thing is. The good thing is, they're, yes, they're not going to finish in the top 10 and even be in the playoff game, but we get a draft choice as recently as 2024, so oh, that's boy. good. They, this draft choice, which they thought was going to be about 18th, 19th, or 20th this year, could be three So when they get in the lottery for Utah. And our so. Wild have turned it around. They got it. You know what, Joe? There is no debate as to who the greatest NHL hockey player in the history of Minnesota has been. It's the Ruski. Not ready. I'm not no, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. He did have a pure hat trick. You have a guy who's one of the top five players in the NHL. Mm-hmm. We have never had that. That's We've true. We've never had a guy who was one of That's the top true. five. He might be top three. Austin Matthews, Connor McDavid, and him. You know what he is? He's the guy I said we always need. Yes. Oh, he is the guy. He's the guy. And he's got to be kicking himself for taking the deal he took here, man. He took short money. Well, didn't he have to do that, though, because of the, isn't that the entry-level deal or whatever? I don't know. 
Yeah, but he could have just played it. He could have not signed. Then, oh, then they could have okay, they gotcha. could have paid him a lot less money the next year. Got it. Okay. But uh, he could have he could have played himself out to free agency. One more. I'd, I'd have one more request of him though. Don't go home to Mother Russia this summer. Right. Now stay here. Have right. the see if you can get the folks to Somehow come. Somehow get see, your family here. Come on, see if the folks can come and visit if they promise to return. But you know what he does? He likes to go to Siberia and fish with his buddies. I mean, he goes. He goes up to the. Yeah, we can find him a we place can find to fish. Him a lake. Hudson Bay, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like. So you, we can get you a place to fish. We can find fish. We can, fish, find we can do got fish. It. We got you taken. <laughs> we can care get of. you fish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't go back. You're right. Don't go back. <laughs> no. Don't go back to Rockville and waste another day. I do not think that, and there's no sense in stopping and and pausing all the time to rehash this, but there has never been a more successful franchise in the Twin Cities than the Minnesota Wild. In terms Not of drawing people, and losing. you mean. And to, to have the, the one time the honeymoon was over, they signed Suter and Parisi right. and reinforced the honeymoon. They have had... Now they came in 99, 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And, and they didn't play one year, so that's, what, 22 years? It's, uh, it's unbelievable. They play, a Saturday, they play a Sunday afternoon game 19, this 000. time of year. People are breaking down the doors to come in and pay 120 bucks a ticket or mm-hmm. something like that and stop by in the, in the pandemonium of the, of the uh, merchandise shop that's by jerseys, right. so uh, it is it, amazing. It's an amazing success story. I and hope it doesn't end. I hope the. And, and, I hope and, and, he doesn't want to. I hope Craig doesn't want to. What's their long-term uh, commitment to St. Paul? I well, fear. I fear well, that the city is going to. Why would he leave? Oh, the city is. There's nothing there. I mean, it's just. And them. What does he care? It's them. What's he care? I hope you're right. He owns a restaurant next door, and he uh, does he, he own the Herb Brooks deal? Yeah, that's oh. him. All right, and he's got we got people coming to town. What's Plus, he he's a hockey guy. You yeah. know what I mean? He's, he's, he's not an, an owner that owns a team. He loves hockey. And you know, yeah, I they certainly love hockey in Quebec. Too. You know, somebody at Sid's memorial service should have mentioned that this was the guy that said they'd have to move back to Minneapolis because nobody would move, go to St. Paul to watch a game. Somebody should have mentioned that. East Germany has done okay as the host of the hockey team. They have, and I just hope that that doesn't... I hope the deterioration of the city does not impact that. We're having a little uh, violence. Uh, you're having a more violence problem with the teens than Minneapolis is, Got right? some gang... They're not gang members. No, it's group-involved they're, they're activity. group-involved individuals. Group involved. We okay. don't call them gay. Okay. Members. Not the paper doesn't or the city doesn't? The city doesn't. They're group involved individuals. Mm-hmm. Oh, Pat will know. Uh, Patrick, who was, I think he works for your paper, the guy that had the greatest line about the girls' hockey tournament that we're going to parade down the streets of Gentry, Gentry this uh, weekend. Yeah, Brian, What's Brian's Brian last Stens- name? Brian Stensis. Okay. He yeah, had the, he he had the greatest the, line. The Gentry parade around, <laughs> around the Van Nuys Heist Arena. And then... Uh, it's kind of like when the New Jersey Devils had their uh, the had their lot. Stanley Cup. They had it in the parking lot. They went around the parking lot. This they can go around the school building now too, which is the size of the studio here. Okay, they, uh, it's basically online classes. Well, d- d- how come the boys' hockey team is 
I don't hear of them. They're good. They're good. Are they? They. I don't know if they made the state tournament or not. Did they? they I were, don't know. Well, they should. Why, when is the why state are they tournament involved? They shouldn't be involved. They're a charter school. I got They're a charter, charter school, school right and the high school league let charter schools in ten or twelve years ago. So what are they going to do? Say this one? We're I'd not. I'd like to thank in. my mom in California. <laughs> yeah. Somebody great line on that though. Somebody on Twitter. At least Gentry can keep their recruits from California, unlike the Gophers basketball oh, team. Wow. What, a, what a wonderful cheap shot. <laughs> I, you know, sometimes as a cheap shot artist, I get jealous, and that was a. But you didn't think was, of it. That was a jealous. That was a. Hey, when, when is the boys' tournament? Next week. This coming week. This week, right? No, usually wrestling. Oh yeah, you're right. Two you weeks. Yeah, they're first. starting. To, they're choosing their finalists. This do we? Week. Do and we have? Uh, we don't have the field set yet, do we? No, 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 no. It's this week. I'm wrong. Wrestling is this week. Because it right. goes, I, it know, goes girls, was, wrestling, boys, and then the basketball tournaments. I had, Typically. by the way, I'm going to do something on wrestling for <clears throat> Wednesday and it's family connection and stuff. I was, I've been always trying to figure out why wrestling is so generational. And it finally occurred to me. Okay. Because if you're not indoctrinated into it when you're seven... You're never going to say. No, you want nothing to do with it. You're never going to say, no. "I want to do this." Yeah. I want to give it a shot. I want to. <laughs> I want to be. I want to be 12 years old and keep have to go in and spit for three hours to get to a different weight class, <laughs> and I got to wrestle in the heat every day. Yep. Nobody's nobody's going to wrestle unless they got the dad and the mom who told them this is great. It gives you a chance to test your manhood and now your womanhood too. And, uh, Case in point. That's why we have wrestling towns. Case in point. Fairbo right? was was a great wrestling yes. town. Um, so we were deciding what to do with the eight year old for the winter. Wrestle because he they didn't have a basketball league mm-hmm. for him, and she says, "Well, Jordan is combined with Bell Plain. It's called West Scott West Wrestling." That's their okay. Yeah, they're an all power. They're a powerhouse. They yeah. are, and so they start him young. Yeah, and so we <laughs> had signed him up. Like, oh, he's pretty physical and likes to because he loves football. <laughs> and we got the email from the coach, and I went, uh, "We ain't signing him up for wrestling." Oh, really? Well, because we knew this was just something to get him. Yeah, we wanted this was what you needed to do. Huh? Oh my god, I couldn't believe it, <laughs> and I thought, okay, he's eight. Yes, and then I thought, eh. and then again, that's they have great structure. I'm not ripping them. No, I'm just no. saying, I'm just saying, this is way too much. Do high school much. girls wrestle boys? No, not anymore. They, they got uh, their own club. They they started a, a girls wrestling tournament. Hmm. Don't they? I think they have a girls wrestling tournament now. I but, never yeah, liked they that. have. They actually have some of these programs. They've had girls in the state wrestling tournament and some of the lighter weight classes. On the occasion of having covered wrestling, I, I didn't go for it that much. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it that much. Oh, I love the characters in it, but yeah. I, I miss the ears, man. Now they did all the headsets. Twenty five years ago, they all had ears. That yeah. were the cauliflower like, ears, like a baby's fist. They all had the ears. To the point where we had two. Billy Pierce. We had two state champions in our in our senior class, and it was Josh Kegel and Ben Bauer. I don't know if you remember those names at all, but both were great wrestlers. They both wrestled at Augsburg in college, and yeah. Josh and I went. We were in some advanced classes yeah. together. And, 
and the teacher would ask a question. I'd go, Hold on, Josh, and I'd <laughs> he would sit next to me and I'd say it louder. He can't hear you. He's got the he, <laughs> shut up, Reavers, because he's got the bad ears. We, it's been a while. It's been twenty some years since we had that. We were going to have the uh, NCAA wrestling here at the at the at Ziggy the, at the Ziggy, yep. but it uh, was canceled by COVID, COVID. Yeah, but we had it here like twenty years ago at Target Center. And they're all oh, they packed them in, yeah. But all the 60 year old guys still <laughs> walking like this, and they're all you know, they're yeah. walking down the hall like 60 years later, they're all hunched up. <laughs> they all have that that swing of the arms yep. that the wrestlers have. I love those guys. When I was in St. Cloud 100 years ago, we had both the state private school wrestling tournament and the state public school wrestling tournament on back to back weeks. We covered the hell out of it. Sure. I remember our guy Dick Putz threw a party for the wrestling coaches at the Legion Club. Mm -hmm. It was unbelievable. (laughs) They had beef and beer, and it was swimming on the floor of the whole place. And there were 250 drunk wrestling coaches in there with a variety of sports writers. (laughs) What a gang. What a gang of reprobates. It was great. This was in St. Cloud? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, back then. But uh, wrestling is... uh... Hey, you gave an accolade, and I missed the story, to my uh, pal Kelly Maynard. How about that? Uh, I know her peripherally. She goes to your church. Yeah. Yeah, good for her. She's uh, been a part-time. She was a full-timer, and then she, uh, I think she was a full-timer on her desk for a while. She had ever done your stuff, edited your stuff? Oh, yeah. She, once in a while, give you a call at home and and ask her. Great, great kid. And, uh, yeah, she gave a kidney to a stranger. Complete stranger. How about that? I didn't know she was a sports copy guy. Yeah, she was on the sports copy desk. She still comes in and works weekends and part-time and stuff. But she's a nurse now, too, huh? Yeah. Because I know she was part time, and I didn't. Uh, I mean, I you don't see anybody in the office anymore. And of course, you well, don't do, have do you an know office. where your office is. I do know where yeah. my office. Well, that's a notch yeah. up from Joe. Yeah. I don't know where they ours basically, is. Basically, <laughs> uh, the Star Tribune, by the way, said the office was shut on Wednesday. Oh, really? For oh. the foreseeable Imagine future. Imagine that. Because a of newspaper the, having af- to shut. Afraid, afraid of this horrendous winter. Oh, Armageddon. And uh, and I, 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 my response was. How are we going to know the difference right. since we still allow people <laughs> to work at home? What building is that you're it's in? It's the old cat. It's the Capitol Towers building. It's what a, floor do you have? We have 11, 12, and 13. You have three floors. Yes. Wow. You want to rent two and a half of Jeez. them? You, can, I think you guys you, have I three think, floors. I think Glenn will make you a deal if you want to. We got something over there on Water Street, but I think it's just where the computer. Is it a PO are. box or something? I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> the rumor was that they spent uh, several million uh-huh. to remodel those three floors to connect them and everything too. And so nobody's there. Nobody's there. You got and three it, floors. Wow. Yeah, there's seven, eight people in there most days. If you should go in, I, I used to go in quite a bit. I haven't been in a couple of weeks. I think but. before we disappeared, we had two floors. Okay. And then the one floor, it got to one, yep. and I'm not making any of this up. Then the one got kind of shoved down to the end. <laughs> condensed. So condensed. So they didn't have to have the heat going. So condensed to about about the size of this studio. <laughs> and then, then it disappeared And you completely. lost your prize, was a dictionary? I had a nice dictionary. I went to get it, and the guy said, you moved. I said, what, what do you mean? He says, you're not here anymore. <laughs> I said, where are you? Where are we? He said, I don't know. <laughs> 
You must have not received that email, huh? Like Breslin. I probably did. Breslin, I went down the street to see what was closer than it was my joint. Yeah. It was the newspaper. Well, that's what I was going to ask. What was, who was the guy that said, I'm essential, speaking of snowstorms in that the newspaper? Breslin it was Breslin. It was during okay. the Lindsay yeah. administration. Okay. Yeah. John Lindsay, remember that guy? Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, the mayor. He was it, a you know, left-wing Republican. Yeah, and no non-essential worker should come into the city. And Breslin got up and straightened his tie, <laughs> looked in the mirror, and said, I'm very essential. <laughs> <laughs> what was that about? What was Lindsay? Uh, uh, because it was a, when no, they it was were a snowstorm. Oh, really? That's snowstorm. what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was a snowstorm. Oh, I thought maybe it was when they were bankrupt or something. Uh, no, that. I think it was a snowstorm. Who was it that wouldn't give him any money? Jerry Ford, right? Was it yeah, one? Jerry, a Ford to New York, drop dead. Drop Remember that? Dead, yeah, that's uh, that was uh, the seventies. You know, you see all the old tape and stuff of the seventies in New York. I was stumbling around drunk in New York in the seventies <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. I didn't feel that threatened. No, you know? I thought you were warned off to Diet Coke. I was. You're not paying attention. He said you need a new doctor. He's cut I'm back. He's I cut back. New oh, man, I got a new doctor. She's tough. Yeah. She's tough. How tough is she? It's all like a Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> thing. Tough. Hey, I got a new doctor. She's tough. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my dad. She's tough. She's tough. She's, uh, she's very upset about my B12, and I, oh, yeah? I haven't been taking that. I, I think I was supposed to be taking What's that do for that's you? That's good for energy. It's good for all a lot sorts of stuff, stuff apparently. Yep. Yeah, I got. You should be taking, taking that too. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm supposed yeah, to. And the uh, fish oil. You need to be taking the I fish don't oil. Don't do that. I eat enough fish. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Good. Anyway, well, they got the oil. I would have been eating anchovies yesterday, but they gave me the white. That's ones. part of my notes. You to know, put. now that you mention it, uh, the white ones do have a very modest taste. Very. Oh, it's terrible. Compared it's terrible. to the old it's dark nothing. slimy deals. Nothing. Yeah. You gotta have. You gotta have the anchovies that you can smell when they're still right. twelve feet away from the table. Right. You like know? the uh, like the fish rookie brought in the frozen thing at the. That Sprint store, remember, fresh out of the Gulf. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, like that dollar store. <laughs> yeah, oh. right. <laughs> you would have died if you had one. <laughs> and that's not only did you not eat it, yeah, you made was, them throw it well, outside. Didn't you take, the, didn't you take something were they, home? Were they sardines or smoked oysters? I thought oysters. You took them home. No, you took the oysters. No, you guys home. made him throw it away in the parking lot. <laughs> Pat said he'd take something. Oh, no, I thought you took because the DA was gone. You were gonna have oysters. No, I'm not a smoked oyster guy. It's sick but of I the do frozen like, bags. I used sink. to like sardines, but I don't. Well, I love sardines. You don't see them anymore. Yeah. Fresh out of the Gulf, he says. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the smoked oysters have a little context to them, right? They're mm -hmm. not not like real oysters that are slimy. So, uh, remember when we went up there? Where? That place that was next to the dollar store up there. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that that was mall. Super Bowl. Week. I yeah. go up the my chow mein joints up there. Gins, yeah, yeah. It's up there, and that's that's an interesting mall there. On, I'll say uh, on uh, Bass Lake Road and West Broadway, and by I had a friend of mine complaining about his first visit to the Orthodontia for his two daughters. Orthodontist. Know, orthodontist, yeah. and he was. He went to an orthodontist in the way. What word did you just say? Because it Ortho, wasn't orthodontia. Ah, oh yeah, yeah, orthodontia. What orthodontist? And he said that they went to a dentist near Wyzetta. They don't live in Wyzetta, right. but they and were a little alarmed at the prices. And he says they might have to go to a lower income neighborhood. Right. So, so there's a place 
out there in that mall, a yeah. dental shop, and I sent him a photo, and I said, I got just there the guy is. for there you. Save 2000 easy yeah. out here. Come on out. <laughs> Come on out. You could. You can go to the dollar store. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah. you can take a break and go to the dollar store. How does that store. stuff pass federal safety laws? <laughs> ah, it's fine. I don't know. I thought we had a food deal, a FAA. FDA. FDA, yeah. FDA. yeah. We used to have those. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, right. it was, uh, how was uh, how was your trip? Got out of there before it turned 45 degrees. What happened? Oh, they had a terrible snowstorm. They were getting snow in elevations hills? as low as 1,500 feet. Did you see the photos of the L.A. River? Yeah. They always have these chases in the movies, you know, yep. where they're driving, chasing each other in the river. She was so overflowing. Raging raging damn torrent river they're getting water they just got to figure out how not to screw it up and yeah, hang on they, to it i trust they, them what i don't what are they saying here what are they saying this these are probably going to tell us climate change didn't help the drought no, no. they're going to find some Something bug that has to be protected it didn't help the drought anyway because it all ran off right, or something right. the ground was so hard it's going to help the drought they're getting inundated yes but, but you know i saw some <laughs> they had a great thing on Twitter, a video of a guy trying to drive his Porsche on one of the freeways. Oh, that yeah, was and he got, Did you he see got, that guy? Yeah, he got bottomed off. Standing out. on his Porsche. Was it floating? No, but it killed because it was... Yeah, yeah well, he's a moron. He is. It was, he had the top down. It was huh. already, like, up to his door. It was an amphicar. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, that's like when you forgot to put the top up in Fort Myers. Didn't you get... Isn't that yes, what happened? Uh, yes, that was... Uh, who, who said that to me? Somebody said to me, you, I think you were the Derek. only guy I know who took a car to a car wash to have it dried out. Yes. Derek Wetmore, I believe. That's what it was. You it was still Derek. have that car? No, so that for way Penis. less than I should have gotten. But you know why? You don't like paperwork. I didn't like paperwork, and I didn't want to drive 1,700 right. miles, bring it back here yeah. again. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a gorgeous morning down there, like 8 30 in the morning, and I said, I'm not even going to put the top up. It's so nice. Yeah. I trust my fellow man because it wasn't exhibition games then. Yeah, it was just. It was still early. Yeah. yeah, just people wandering in. Wetmore's down there and it's torrent is falling in the press box about 10 30. And he says, Sure, hope you put the top up. I go, Ah! <laughs> I go running down. And these people are out there laughing as they. <laughs> and there's, there's this much water in the damn thing. Oh, God. Uh, I immediately get into it and drive it to the car wash and said, I want you to dry this one out. And uh, it took a few days. Had but, they uh, uh, encountered that kind of customer before? I don't believe. They did think it was unusual. Yeah. Certainly. It'll happen. I yeah. didn't know where to go. Did it ever return to a normal car smell? Uh, I, I don't know. It sat in a garage all the time for nine months. Oh, so then. It would, it would, it did it get little, moldy? Had a little... Had a little musty smell uh -huh. to it. Anyway, yeah. I had the trickle battery on it. Though, oh yeah, that a boy. Somebody said, yeah. "I said, what do I got to do?" And I said, "You got to put the trickle battery." Right. But I also owned it for six years. Had to buy two different batteries because the batteries, the 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 crust would, you know, the mold would get on the connection down there because it was so humid in the garage. That's so it was a hundred degrees. Yeah. In the garage, what are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. All right. Is that going to do it? That's enough. Okay. Are we done? I Boy, think so. that was a good. That was a good show. We we spanned the globe on that one. Yeah. All right. Yes, we did.
You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing in returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 40 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Roycey is a paid endorser. This is Roycey for the Canopy Group. We are coming up on St. Patrick's Day. The luck of the Irish, you know that. Do you make practical decisions based on being lucky? Do you have one agent representing only one company for your home and auto insurance? Are you hoping they are lucky enough to have the best coverage at the best price with a single source? At the Canopy Group, we wish you the best of luck, but we also believe you deserve more than luck when it comes to your home and auto insurance. You need to rely on a process. The Canopy Group process carefully selects 40 professionals and hand selects 16 companies to run thousands of different insurance scenarios each month. This due diligence and hard work results in the best coverage at the best price for Canopy clients. No luck involved, just a disciplined and dedicated approach to serving you. Remember, new clients enjoy an average savings of over $800 annually. Contact the Canopy Group today at 800-967-3389 or visit them online at thecanopygroup.com.